This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks version, our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. Now, Doc, well, I should say for starters, I'm Scott Phillips, and with me as always, Dr. Nirvan Mahanti. G'day, Doc. Good day, Captain. I should introduce you before I start talking to you. Super professional here at the Motley Fool Money oh, Podcast. Very, very, very professional. <laughs> Mate, we've talked in recent days about the fact that Governor Lowe has seen fit to lower the official cash rate to 0.75%, only three shortcuts away from zero. Let's hope we don't get there, at least for the economy's sake. The good news, of course, is when the governor cuts, so do our banks, at least more or less. The big four banks didn't pass it all on. Some of the non-bank lenders have. In any case, hopefully, most of our listeners who have a mortgage are paying a little bit less on their mortgage, either now or in the very very short future. If they're not, go and get a better rate. Go and shop around, get a better rate from your bank. That's not what we're here for, though, mate. We are here to discuss a very simple, a very important question. If you've got a mortgage, if you've got the opportunity, and given that Westpac's brands, so Westpac's and George, Bank of Melbourne, Bank SA, have now released brand new five-year fixed loans for under 3%, and given rates are so low... Do we fix or do we stay variable? What are the pros and cons? Well, and so so with fixed rate, you know what your rate is. <laughs> it's fixed, so you know how much you're going to pay. Yes. Um, it never moves up, never moves down. It's uh, either good or bad, depending on where rates go next. Exactly. So then that that's where I think the problem is. Right now, I think the rates have a tendency of going down. <laughs> and <laughs> it's certainly been true over the last little while. And it's been true over the last little while. And as you said, you know, th- there's a bank, as you mentioned, has is giving out, what, 2.8 something. Wow, I hadn't said right. that. Oh, 2.84, you're right, 2.8, actually. 2.84, yeah. right. So if you're getting 2.84... <laughs> And there's oh, potential of it going down to, let's say, 2.5. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why, why, why would you fix it at 3% or even like 2.99, right? I mean, it's probably 2.8, you know. Well, if it doesn't go down, maybe yes. But I think <laughs> all signs right now point to things going down. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the trade-off, though, right? So this is a five-year fixed loan. So let's say rates go down again in two months' time. They could still go up twice between now and 2024, so one of the reasons you might want to fix maybe is because you get that extra level of certainty. And frankly, yeah, I think you're probably right. Rates are likely to stay or go down, at least in the short term, but they could still go up over the medium term, couldn't they? They could, right. So if, you know, the, if the world economy became awesomely better <laughs> and, you know, the Europe was not paralyzed and Japan was kicking and, you know, we were jumping with, you know, whatever it is that we are not jumping with right now. Um, Joy. <laughs> so then, you know, the rates would, would possibly go up, right? And, and in that case, you'd look good. So that's the trade-off, I think. Mm. Um, on, on balance, you know, I have never really found... Um, the uh, a, a fixed rate attractive largely because rates move around, mm. and uh, you know, and sort of we are in this environment of I think a low interest rate environment. So, if that is true, then I think you know my personal bias is towards um, a variable rate. Yeah, I'm going to take a slightly contrarian view, mostly just to, to to give the pros and cons. Although I tend to agree with you broadly. Um, first thing first, we don't know where it's going next, nor do you, nor does anybody else. And anyone who says they do are literally fooling either you or themselves. So let, let's be honest, we don't know where rates are going next. We could tell you what we think you should do. We don't say it because we know what's going to happen. We say it because on balance, 
we think there's probably a slightly better or slightly uh, worse option out there. So that's the first thing to say. Don't blow massive rates. Go the way we don't expect because we don't know or we're not suggesting we do, nor does anybody else. And again, if your financial advisor or somebody you're listening to on TV or on the radio doesn't say, I don't know, then they're lying either to themselves or to you, as I said. Next thing for me is if the, the reasons to fix would be if you have a particular preference, either psychological, emotional, or financial, to do so. If it's really important to you to know exactly how much you're going to have to pay on your mortgage over the next five years, then take this as a great time to fix, right? Rates have come down a lot. As we said in our earlier podcast last week, uh, three rate cuts in five months, right? So rate, rates are much, much cheaper than they have been. Even if rates fall again, they're so cheap now, the incremental difference is much, much less important than it was a year, two years, three years, five years ago. So you're not going to suffer meaningfully. Yeah, you'll say, well, I wish I hadn't fixed because I could have got a cheaper rate and you can't play Monday morning quarterback. It just doesn't work. But if you want to, for, I said, financial, emotional, temperamental reasons, if you just feel better knowing it's locked in, that's a great reason, a great opportunity to do so. I tend to agree with Doc. I think we're probably lucky to have more cuts. That being said, remember the banks get there, set their long-term interest rates based on what the market's expecting. So they are going to take, if you get a five-year loan, they're going to go to a five-year funding source and match those two up. And so they're simply passing on the difference between what they can currently get the funds for and how much margin they need to make. And that determines how much they charge us for the loan. So they're not necessarily taking a bet against you or, or, or against anybody else. They're simply matching up the cost and the source of funds with a borrower who's prepared to take on that opportunity. If that's what the money market says, then again, do you want to bet against them? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Overall, I don't think you can really go wrong either way. You'll probably be better off. I think I agree with Doc. If rates, I think they will go down, you'll probably get a slightly better rate. Frankly, mate, if we get another rate cut, I think I would actually change my mind. I think if we got one more cut, I'd be prepared to fix over the following five years. I just don't expect, I mean, anything could happen. But man, if I could get 2.5%, 2.6%, I reckon I'd like that in for five years just because it feels like looking a gift horse in the mouth, doesn't it? Possibly, yeah. Unless the rates go negative. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Fools, I hope you've got some value out of that. If you are considering your rate, look, more important than fix or flex or variable is shop around. Um, don't just ask your bank for the best rate they have on either of the two. I mean, do that, of course, but then compare it with what else you can get around the place and threaten to leave if your bank doesn't match it. If they won't, actually do it. Follow through and leave. You could save potentially, as we heard late last week, many, many thousand. You could save three grand a year. One bloke saving more than $3,000 a year by simply changing banks. It's a pretty bloody effective way to do it. If you can also lock in a really good fixed rate, take it. Otherwise, we reckon, stay variable. That's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. See you next week. Fool on. Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.